Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Yeah, time to find out what's going on on Social Studies Twitter. At Bickley underscore Murata is where it goes down. And we uh, we head down to Tucson to Sarah Cazell, who takes us through Social Studies from a different city. Technology is wonderful, isn't it, Sarah? Yes, they have the internet here, too. It's a great thing. Oh, good. Yes. What we got today, Sarah? There's like a seven-second delay. What happened here? Sarah, you there. Between here and Tucson. Uh-oh. Oh, no. As soon as I laud how great technology is. talk. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Are you there, Sarah? <laughs> oh, hello. We lost you there for a second. There it is. Are you yep. back? Great timing. Great timing. Yes, I am back. I'm back. All right. Let's do this. I'm back, baby. All right. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Bickley underscore Murata. And uh, there was some new energy around the Suns last night at Footprint Center. Vince, you saw it, you know, up close and personal. Yeah. Cam Johnson was back. He made an impact right away after missing the last 37 games. Uh, a very warm welcome when he checked in uh, near the end of the first quarter. And then Matt Ishbia, the incoming Suns owner, was in the house as well. Uh, what was more exciting to you guys last night? Or what excited you more about last night's win? Was it that Matt Ishbia showed his face and he was there and things started to feel real with that transition? Or was it the fact that Cam jo- uh, Johnson was back on the court? For me, it was uh, you know it was cool to see Matt Ishbia there because it does represent the future. But uh, I was more excited about getting Cam Johnson back out there because we've been just been harping and waiting for somebody, somebody uh, a key member of the Suns to get healthy to get back on the floor instead of the other way where more guys are uh, watching the game in street clothes. And for the way that he played, I was expecting you know uh, you know maybe an easing in uh, from a production standpoint from, from Cam Johnson, but he looked like he had been out there for a while. Yeah. He says he's completely healed. He felt felt normal yeah. out there, and he played really well, so that's, I, that's my answer. I felt completely the opposite. Even though everything Vinny is saying is accurate, um, I, I did not expect to see Matt Ishbia at the game last night, and so that sort of like tweaked me, and I was like, oh, that's exciting. Um, whereas when, yeah. I, when I thought about Cam Johnson's contributions to the game, to be quite honest, the game he played looked in my head exactly like the one I thought he was going to play. I thought he was going to bring wow. um, a, a, a jolt of energy and and kind of perform the way he did. I didn't think 10 points in the first five minutes. Um, but, but yeah, the, the Matt Ishbia <laughs> thing to me is it, it, it that, that struck me a little differently. Mm-hmm. Well, Cam Johnson's return got 78% wow. of the vote. At least so far, this poll's only been up for two, uh, two hours. So we will see maybe... Uh, next week how that finishes but 78% Cam Johnson's return was most exciting to our Suns fans slash listeners 22% were more excited about Matt Ishbia's debut Uh, Ben Suns Hatch says Matt Ishbia gives me hope that we will keep Cam Johnson Johnson long term Johnson as well as sustained hope for the future so so it sounds like a vote for Matt Ishbia from Ben Suns Hatch Uh, AZ kids said Cam Johnson's much needed juice was what excited him most last night. And then Seabacher44 says the new owner got everybody's focus. Then with the gif look at me, I am the captain now. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I think I would I would I would come correct if I knew my new boss was there as well. 
All right, let's move on to our next question. Uh, as we were actually looking ahead to this game, the Suns-Nets game, I think I don't remember who it was. Was it maybe you, Dan, who remarked how we were talking about this game months ago, yep. the Suns-Nets game, where I was like, oh, Kevin yeah. Durant's going to be right. facing his old team, and it might be DeAndre Ayton on the other side. And, of course, none of that came to fruition. Uh, and then things developed uh, in definitely a different way than we expected. So we're asking, open-ended question, guys, what potential move involving a local team were you most excited for and then the most disappointed when it did not pan out? Oh, I got I got one. All right. Um, NFL draft. Cardinals on the clock. Terrell Suggs oh, is available. Cool. Yeah. And they traded mm. down. I th- I literally threw things at my television. <laughs> I was so upset. So in leading oh, up no. leading up to the draft was he talked about as he could be there that you know sort of the dream scenario for the Cardinals. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. And uh, he was coming off one of the most dominant years. When we talk about the great single years for Arizona athletes, Terrell Suggs last year at ASU doesn't get talked about. He had 24 sacks in one college football season. He was a wrecking ball. Yeah. And it was just really a look. When you look at the malfeasance of a previous era of Cardinal football, you could write a book on it. There (laughs) there would be maybe a hundred incidents from Joe Montana showing up in the gate being locked. For a free agent visit, you could you could go all the way. Nothing pointed to the malfeasance of that era than having a homegrown superstar staring you in the face and going, "Nope, we don't want that. We have concerns. We have concerns. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's mine. Yikes! Yeah. Hey, Bick, I know someone who writes books. Oh yeah, me too, man. Yeah. So that yeah, yeah. What, that what, one, what, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, maybe maybe I'll get to that one eventually. There's a lot of good stuff there. What would be better, an in-depth look at the Cardinals' history or the Coyotes' history? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, you got right? two book oh, ideas, a lot of material. Right? <laughs> You're going to be busy, Dan Bickley. All right, a couple of, all, uh, of our listener responses: potential moves involving local teams that they were most amped up for, and then most disappointed when it didn't happen. Peyton Manning to the Cardinals says s'more cart. He practically had his bags in the car on his visit, but then Denver snatched him up. Uh, at the time, Kevin Durant says Turd Ferguson, but then he continues. In hindsight, Luka Doncic. Uh, imagine I'll if Steph. That, yeah. <laughs> what? You'll well, bet, you'll I was going to say that that's not really a fair answer because it's not like everybody thought they were going to draft Luka like and then happened. they didn't. Well, it was pretty 50-50, I thought. Yeah, there were definitely people that wanted Luka. There was a lot of people that wanted DA yeah. and we're, we're very happy with that move too. So, Yeah. All right, let's check in quickly. Mock My World update. Uh, yesterday, we drafted People Everyone Loves in honor of Dolly Parton's, I believe it was 77th birthday. Jarrett Carlin is in the lead right now, 34%, with Tom Hanks, The Rock, Charles Barkley, and J.J. Watt. I've got 30% of the vote. Dan Bickley, you have 19%. Vince, you have 17 I'm not thinking I should have won. I'm kind of surprised that I'm in last place. Somebody pointed this out. I have Betty White and Dolly Parton. On my team, and I'm in last place. Sexist, sexist listener. I also have. Yeah, mm, I guess. Pe- I it. guess people secretly hate Paul Rudd. Or <laughs> 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 not so secretly in this case. Yeah. Colin, Colin is at uh, yeah. tweet us asking if we were so inspired 
by uh, FS1's coverage last night that we had Sarah work remotely today to broadcast. Yes. That's, oh, that's hilarious. That's exactly it. Yes. <laughs> but at least we're open and honest about it. We we come correct and we let you know right away. Yeah, very true. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Social yeah. Studies live you from guys. Tucson. Uh, we do it every morning at 9 o'clock. Internet. At Bickley underscore Murata is where that goes down. Coming up next, Phoenix Suns are still... Pretty low in the Western Conference standings. They still have a losing record. There's one of two ways you can look at the Suns the rest of the way. We'll get into those two ways next. It's Pickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Pickley and Murata Mornings. You both said it on the bench, like, way to get back on track. Like, this is what we're used to doing. We're used to winning games. And um, I, I, I've said it. It may sound like coach speak, but I, I feel like all of the stuff we've been through helped us win tonight's game because we've been in these moments on the road. And um, I think the team feels it. We don't want to get happy on the farm. we got to be better next game. But I think they feel like we can win games if we play the defense the way that we're capable of and we handle those moments when teams make a run or we have a few turnovers or we miss a few shots like the ability to stay right here is really important Monty Williams head coach of the Phoenix Suns yeah they did get a win last night a win that they needed 117-112 over the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. a game that looked like it was going to be a boat race for a while but uh, Brooklyn made it interesting got an onslaught from uh, Kyrie Irving in the fourth quarter he scored yeah. 21 of his 30 points and the Suns hung on despite missing free throws they made him when they needed to Cam Johnson came back you had the new prospective owner and Matt Ishbia courtside. Uh, there was a new energy. Uh, whether or not that energy is sustainable, and you know, you got Indiana coming in tomorrow night. Tyrese Halliburton not with them right now. He's yeah. he's, he's on the shelf. Uh, you got the 92-93 30th anniversary celebration going on. So there's going to be an energy in the building tomorrow night as well. Maybe, just maybe, Bick, an opportunity for the Suns to kind of stack wins well, for the first nice, time in a while. It? Yeah. yeah, like I said, kind of crawl your way back to 500. I, uh, again, I, I keep putting that 25-win uh, plateau out there as a good measuring stick for the Suns, and last night was one of them. They got one of them last night, and, and I think the Pacers game represents a chance to get another, and if they play engaged like they did last night, I think they've got a good chance of winning that game. Yeah. And that's a, good, that's, a, that's a good way to get a go about it. it, it, it you can build momentum from just the sense of momentum. And if you go and you beat another bad team um, and and you win two games in a row coinciding with the return of Cam Johnson, you can kind of rally around that. And you know, it's and then we've got a lot of unknowns as it goes with the trade deadline. Somebody, I think it was J-Rod Cards earlier this morning, tweeted out something hilarious. Said DeAndre Ayton last night played exactly the game the Brooklyn Nets need to see. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. Their center played pretty pretty well too. No, no, Nick, Nick Claxton's had a real good year. Um, obviously, that's a different team without Kevin Durant. Um, yeah, just, and- Justin Termini, who uh, hosts the, the radio show on NBA Sirius XM with Eddie Johnson, was all over Kyrie Irving last night. This is what happens when you count on Kyrie Irving to take command uh, without Kevin Durant. They're zero and four without Kevin Durant. How can you argue with that? Yeah. Last night, it like you said, he looked just he looked. Passive and just kind of like, I don't care about this. And in the fourth quarter, he just went nuclear. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, 
the Suns are, uh, you talked about getting to that 500 mark. They're two games under 500 at 22 and 24. The Denver Nuggets are first in the West at 32 and 13. Memphis is just a half game back at 31 13. Then you got a little minor separation at three and four. Sacramento is three. Doesn't that feel weird to say this yeah, late in the season? How about it? Uh, Kings are having a good year. They're 25 and 18. Pelicans at 26 and 19. From number five to number 13 right now, separated by four wins. Mm-hmm. Dallas is 24 and 22 as the five seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Suns are the 11 seed with the reverse record, 22 and 24. It's a two game difference right now. Yeah. So the Suns, if they can start to you know, find their footing, find their momentum, they're one good string away from being again a top five, and and I know no. we're we're kind of fatalist at times in, in Arizona as sports fans, and we've got plenty of reason to be that. And so when things went south with the Suns, with the injuries, and then plummeting in the standings, I've heard more than one person say this: "Oh, this season's over. The season's not over. There's 36 games left." And if, and it's a gigantic if, because it just seems like one of those years where the injury gods are not going to help the Suns out. Like, <laughs> doesn't it seem like that? No. You, I, you don't think so? No, I, I think it's been bad up till now. It doesn't mean it's going to stay bad. I, I hope you are correct. Yeah. I, but again, maybe that's me being fatalistic uh, about it. But if they can get healthy, I think the Suns can play with anybody in the West. It doesn't guarantee anything. I think if they are healthy, the Suns are a team that nobody's going to want to see in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. And that no, includes Denver uh, yeah, and Memphis. Listen, I, I agree with that, but I, I do also think as presently constructed, they are not winning more than a playoff series. And, and I don't think anything has changed in my mind as far as that goes. Um, it, I, I think that um, I think that, that bunching up of teams in the West and maybe the parity in the NBA, people are saying it's going to lead to a very soft trade market because there's not going to be a lot of sellers. And the teams that are selling um, are going to be, the because of supply and demand, they're going to be getting and asking for a lot in return. So if you really want to make a major upgrade or a major acquisition, it's going to cost you because it's not going to be a buyer's market. It's going to be a seller's market. Yeah. And and like I said, even in Dallas, Luca is making a noise about how I you need to get me some help if you want me to do anything this play, this playoff season. So if, if there's a lot of teams wanting things and not a lot trading them, it's going to be hard to make a big, big thing. But but I get it. I, after last night, it's easy to be optimistic. It's easy to look for the good things and not kind of see some of these real holes in this roster that have, have developed. It, it's weird, too, though, because when you look at the big picture and look forward to next summer, the top prospect that the NBA has seen come into the league in a really long time is Victor Wenbanyama. He's dangling out there for a team to get the number one pick. So you would expect... I think in years past in the NBA, you'd expect the teams lining up to tank mm-hmm. for the chance that that guy All right. would be a long list. To this point, we haven't seen it. Um, there's so much parity right now. Uh, really, you've got four bad teams in the league. Charlotte, Detroit in the East, and the Spurs and Houston in the West. Everybody else still has maybe playoff aspirations, and they should... And that could make the the trade deadline maneuverings really complicated because yeah. we only have four yes. teams that might be yes. willing to part with right. with assets. That's right. It that's, could be real tough. Yeah, that's and that's yeah. That's kind of what I just laid out there. I think it's going to be very very difficult to do anything major, and so you're hoping that a, a healthy Suns team can find something that is going to kind of lift them to a to a better place. Keep your fingers crossed. Uh, it's not impossible. Not impossible, but also it's not impossible that you know. 
nothing changes at the deadline, well, which would again, be disappointing. There's the way the Suns are built. You can, you can talk all you want about being a nightmare first round matchup for anybody, but the fact remains they still don't have a second scorer which they need. They're they're weak at power forward rebounding. Last night, uh, uh, the, uh, the, one of the things that I've liked about the Suns recently, even though they haven't had a lot of success, is they have really improved their rebounding against smaller lineups and smaller teams. It's not something that they had previously been doing very consistently. And they did it last night. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the rebounding numbers turned out to be. Um, they evened out. They were really one-sided okay. for, for most of the game. But the Suns ended up with 49 rebounds to 34. So that, was, that was still yeah, kind yes. of a pounding. It was yeah, worse than that. And, and, and Brooklyn had two offensive rebounds all night. And, that's, a, that's a team getting on the defensive glass and doing its right. job. And, and I thought the Suns got a of whistles in the first half, and I, and I think that's a good sign. It's a good sign that they are uh, playing more aggressively and, and getting to the basket a little more. You know, um, I think that they they got uh, an incredible performance in terms of volume from Saban Lee. Last I'm glad night. you went there. I, I, we've gone all day. We haven't mentioned the name Saban Lee, whose 10 day contract is up. Got to get another one, right? They're still not I healthy. Think so, but I like the way he's played. He yeah, attacks so the rim. He, he gets to the free throw yes, line. Yes, uh, and again, he's got one of the quirkiest, funkiest shots you'll ever see. Yeah. But, but he, but he plays in the paint. He doesn't. He's not afraid to. T- to here's a basketball term, everybody. To touch paint. <laughs> so yeah, I'd give him another ten day. But again, he's Saban Lee. There's a reason why he was available. It's but, not something he's going to give you every night from now to the end of the season. But we also talked about the absence of a third point guard, ideally on this roster. If even when you're healthy and you have Chris Paul and Cameron yeah. Payne, is that enough? The Suns have always gone with that third point guard in the past. He's a guy, and, and they called on him in crunch time last night. He played all but 45 seconds of the fourth quarter last yeah. night. Yeah, I like what he's given this so team so far. Yeah, I, I love what he gave him last night. Yeah. Energy, playing inside, attacking, penetrating. That's what they need. Yep. Absolutely. Again, I don't even know what the free throw numbers were, but it seemed like they were getting call after call in the first There half. was, in the third quarter alone between the two teams, there was 25. Files. Yeah, that that's kind of what set the set the stage for Brooklyn being able to get back into it because that took the Suns completely out of flow. There was a whistle every time down the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, free throws. Suns shot forty one free throws last night. Twenty five. That's for a pre- that's a pretty big advantage for a team that thinks they get hosed by the refs all the 41 time. Forty one is one of the highest numbers yeah. they've had all year. Yeah. Uh, Suns in Indiana tomorrow night as that homestand continues. Uh, want to remind you. That the countdown to Super Bowl 57 has begun. Bud Light, FanDuel, Arizona Sports want you to be there in person. Text SUPER to 620-620. Register, listen for your name starting February 6th. Not only can you score a pair of tickets to the game, you'll also get tickets to the FanDuel Party, Bud Light Music Fest, and the Super Bowl experience. Again, text SUPER to 620-620. It's all access presented by Bud Light and FanDuel. Jared Carlin's got the sports kebab next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. That is correct. It is indeed time to look at our poll question on ArizonaSports.com. Hi, we are Bickley and Murata Mornings, and we are going to ask you guys about the Phoenix Suns. Hey! (laughs) Okay, there are four options to vote on, guys. What to you, Dan Bickley and Vinny? What to us was the most impressive? Was it 
Sorry, you dropped, you dropped again yeah. there for a second. Sorry. Read the question again. <laughs> oh, gosh. What was most impressive to you in the Suns' win over the Nets last night? Sorry, I didn't realize I dropped because I can still hear myself. I yeah. can still hear you. Was it Mikel Bridges' 28 points and 9 rebounds? Was it DA's 24 points and 14 rebounds? Was it Cam Johnson's 19 points in his first game back in a hot minute? Or, like you guys were just talking about, was it Saban Lee's 15 points off the bench? Yeah. What was most impressive to you? Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote. I, I don't know. It's hard not to give it to Cam Johnson, yeah. given the fact that it was kind of his night. Right. You know what I mean? But but the Saban lead 29 minutes, that's that's a workload you don't expect from a guy in a, on a 10-day contract. And he was very good. And Mikel Bridges in the locker room, people were clowning on him left and right for his nine assists yeah. last night. Like Did he tied a career high? The fact that people joke on him as a ball hog is really funny to me. Yeah. Let's face it, the Suns started that game without a point guard. Mikel Bridges was running the offense early in that game and did did a nice job. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I think you can make a case for all four, but I agree with Vic. Hard not to go with Cam Johnson. Cam, Cam, Cam Johnson. Cam. Cam. Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> it's the best. Is that the best? It's the best. My it favorite is, best. is that now during all of our responses to us on Twitter, whenever anybody oh, yeah. mentions Cam yeah. Johnson, they always write in the ellipses, the ellipses and almost now. always add the right. question mark. So we should just call him Cam so Ellipses. Thank you so much. His name is now Cam, Cam ellipses. ellipses. That's what he is. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Tremendous. Uh, He's winning, by the way. Uh, oh, hey, let me give you the yeah. results oh, real yeah, quick. Okay. 49% for Cam Johnson. 19 points in his return. Most impressive to our voters. Uh, 18% voted for Mikel Bridges. 17 for Saban Lee. 16 percent for DeAndre Eaton. There you go. You can vote on that now. Sanderson Ford poll question on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Jared, do what you do on Fridays. Make us laugh. Yeah, buddy. Just on Fridays the rest of the week. No laughter at all. Scheduled laughter. No, I hope I do well because I'm a little distracted today, not feeling so well. I'm a little, a little squirrely, a little jittery. I don't know if you see me bouncing over here, but I really, I, this might be TMI. I really have to pee right now. <laughs> I, I could not go during the whole show. Uh, I don't, I don't know who invited him. I don't know why he's here. Uh, but Jim Ursay has been in the station's bathroom for the last four hours. <laughs> the door is locked. I don't know what's going on. Now, did you guys, you heard this story, right, about Colts owner Jim Ursay? I brought it up, Ferris. <laughs> you, you brought it up. So you've heard of it this then, Dan. Apparently, he is notorious for going to the bathroom for a very long time, including when in Josh McDaniel's house trying to recruit him. Imagine that, talking about a head coaching opportunity with a stinking, steaming pile of crap right there. <laughs> but enough about Josh McDaniel. Now, oh. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Yeah, no, he's a great coach. But <laughs> uh, what a thing to be known for, though, if you're Jim Ursay, always being on the toilet. Yeah. I mean, apparently this guy has dominated more bowls than Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, did you hear about you heard about Jim Ursay, right? Uh, who? Yeah. Apparently this guy has destroyed more thrones than Daenerys's dragon. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Jim Ursay, 
I know I'm not one to throw stones in porcelain houses. <laughs> but apparently this guy spends more time in the can than my emergency soup. Oh. <laughs> Which is really a thing, by the way. Emergency yes. What I don't get is why does this guy run the Colts? He should be in Cleveland. Because apparently he's much more experienced taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Oh, now, oh, come on, this is... Oh, this is ridiculous. Now, there's lots of other things going on. There's lots of other things going on in the NFL, not just poop stuff. Are you sure? There's well, I mean, apparently, there's also no. There's the playoffs, and the, in the playoffs, the Bills defeated the Miami Dolphins in chilly, cold, wintry Buffalo. Did you look around the stadium during that game at the red faces, the glassy eyes, the breath you could see being exhaled? And that was just from Meg McDaniel. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a video circulating of Mike. McDaniel potentially uh-huh. sucking on a vape pen during the game. Now, this is not confirmed, and apparently the only evidence that the coach was vaping during a game is a brief video clip, an obscured picture, and the fact that he seems exactly like someone who would vape during a game. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's unfair to say that McDaniel was doing anything at all. I just find it funny that people are accusing someone of smoking something during a game this weekend, and it isn't the entire team that went to Waffle House after a game. <laughs> but speaking of waffles, Oh! Oh! Okay, it is time for Jarrett Karnak, the Magnificent. Let me begin here with uh, the Cardinals under Monty Ossenfort and the frozen waffle section after Andy Reid goes shopping. The Cardinals under Monty Ossenfort and the frozen waffle section after Andy Reid goes shopping. Is there an echo in here? No, very good, yes. Uh, name something with no egos oh. and something with no egos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next one here. All right. uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Adam Silver. Josh yeah, Allen, Joe Burrow, and Adam Silver. Yes. Uh, name someone who oozes charisma, someone who oozes confidence, and someone who just oozes. <laughs> Stupid. <enough. laughs> uh, last one here. Uh, okay, we got um, Miss Wright. Oh, Miss Wright. That's a little lovely. Miss Wright. Miss Wright. Miss Wright. We're all looking for Miss Wright. Uh, what was Brett Maher doing when he wasn't missing left? <laughs> <laughs> Brett Maher? How do you say his name? I looked Mar- it up. Maher. 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 Yeah, well, how about that guy? The cowboy kicker, Brett Maher, who failed on four straight extra points this week versus the Bucks. My goodness. Usually if someone misses a bunch of important things in Tampa, it's Tom Brady's family obligation. Uh, And also uh, elsewhere, Big Suns news as Cam Johnson finally returned to the Suns. Cam Johnson? That's the guy after weeks and weeks recovering from injury. Thank goodness, between the Cardinals and Suns having so many injuries and backups, some of these lineups have been crazy the last, you know, few weeks, few months. I mean, if I wanted to look at a bunch of people I don't know and didn't come to see, I'll just check my Twitter feed since Elon took over. (laughs) (laughs) How about it? And and in conclusion here, not only did Johnson come back, but new owner Matt Ishbia 
attended his first home game and saw the team win. That was nice. But what was really great was to see a story about an owner and a cam that didn't involve the commander's cheerleaders. (laughs) (laughs) How is that guy still? How is Daniel Snyder still there? He's about to sell for a record amount, too. Oh, well done, Jarrett. You're, uh... Your Brown Super Bowl line is, I think, in the oh, Hall of Fame. No, I wanted to bring a little class yeah, to these uh, shows. Yeah, you definitely yeah, did, so but Jim I think Mark it's in the Hall of Fame. Apparently, it was one hour yeah. in the bathroom. Oh, my goodness. One hour. During a job interview. That yes, beats yeah. my record by minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Sports Kebab with Jarrett Carlin. You can follow him on Twitter at JarrettGC, J-A-R-R-E-T-T-G-C. We'll have some final thoughts heading into the NFL Divisional round weekend next on this Friday. It's Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. All right, today's song of the day, for those who don't know, David Crosby, one of the great layered harmonies of Crosby, Stills and Nash, he had the middle harmony, great voice, love that guy, dead at the age of one. 81. 81. Also, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young when yes. Neil Young played. Also, the Birds. They them, too. Um, and a great mustache. So oh, fabulous. Neil Young is still still around. He is. Uh, Graham Nash is still around. Yes, Dave Stills is dead. Is yeah. dead right? yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know this song, I, I mean, I'm not like all that knowledgeable about Crosby, Stills, and Nash, yeah. kind of a music genre that I never got into. Right. This song was from 1982. I remember this being like a top 40 hit. Like, they used to play they this were, on the radio all the time. They, for a short period of time, they were monstrously important, especially when uh, the culture was changing and there was all the violence on campus and all the Vietnam weirdness, all that. They were quite literally one of the voices of a generation. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. So there you go. Your song of the day. Legendary stuff. Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Southern Cross. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. I think the only difference is they might just have uh, a little bit more confidence yeah. just because they're winning football games right now. They, they're a talented team. I knew that the first time we played them. Uh, you can see the talent that they had. Uh, they were flying around to the football. Uh, they made a few mistakes here and there, and that's why we kind of got to win the first time. But uh, we understand how good this football team is um, and how much of a challenge it's going to be for us to go out there and try to find a way to get a win. What other sports radio show is going to have Patrick Mahomes sound bites with a... Uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Mahomes. <laughs> I think that voice could blend. 
It's a unique voice for Patrick Mahomes. There he is talking about on the the ball to Travis Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) And everything will be okay. Coach, why do I keep waking up with a mustache? I'm telling you. Sorry. Andy Reid. We're in the Andy Reid zone. Yeah. Yeah, we are. He comes off as a maniac in that commercial. Mm -hmm. Like a serial killer almost. Yes, he does. Drawing mustaches on sleeping players is not all Andy Reid is up to in that commercial. Uh, Patrick Mahomes there talking about the rematch with the Jaguars. That will kick off the divisional round of the playoffs Saturday. Then you get Eagles, Giants on Saturday in the late game. And then Sunday, Cincinnati and Buffalo and Dallas and San Francisco. Great weekend of football. Uh, last week with the six games, Bick, I went with all six home teams. Yeah. That did not come to fruition as uh, four of the home teams won. Okay. Tampa Bay didn't hold up and uh, neither did Minnesota. Um, I'm going with Kansas City over Jacksonville. Okay. I think Buffalo and Cincinnati is going to be a classic. Mm-hmm. And I think Buffalo wins a close one. I like Philadelphia. And I'm starting to get a feeling about Dallas. Are you? Over San Francisco. Are you really? I'm starting to. Yeah. I don't know if I'm fully there. Okay, I like Philly. I'm going to stick with San Francisco. Dak Prescott's not going to play two great games in a row. Uh, I'm going to go with Cincinnati pulling the upset. Really? And I'm going to pick Kansas City coming back late to win. Jacksonville's going to put a big scare on them, but not close the deal. But you're a believer. the Bengals are going to win late. The Joe Burrow drip. I do. All right. Well, the Cardinals have a new coach by Monday. Shut up, Jared. No. I'm saying no. They will not have a new coach by Monday. That's going to do it for us. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks to Matt Mayoko for joining us. We'll catch you on Monday morning. Wolf and Luke are up next. We leave you with this. I hate that sound bite. I can't stand it. Can we get an updated one? Let's get one of Vince where he feels good about himself. I know, right? Yeah. Good luck finding yeah, that. Oh, boy. I got a whole database here, but I don't know if I have that. Wake up, everybody! He brought in Phoenix chefs to cook steaks for the homeless. Found out yesterday they cooked up 1,400 steaks. I think I beat that at the all-inclusive. I think you did. Chet? Chet? Chet can deal with that. Come on, Chet. No one likes Chet. Come on, Chet. Monty Osenfort. Monty Osenfort. Maybe I should take a a note from Jared Carlin. Okay, I'm writing that one down. George Foster! Brewster's Millions! 28 to 5! There's no fear in this dome. Get into my car. Get in my car. How about, you know, a little something for the uh, for the effort? So I jump ship in Hong Kong. It's over, Johnny. <laughs> Nothing is over. <laughs> Nothing. He's coming into the booth. 40 so, freaking five. Right. I am Vince Clovar, key master of Gozer. You get a souvenir. And you, you get, get a, a souvenir. souvenir. I haven't seen a PAT that far off since Patrick Peterson predicted a Super Bowl win for the Vikings, babe. Men, stand up and attention. I want you standing tall. Why are you not stopping? Big private piles got in. <laughs> I got nowhere else to, to go. go. Lollygaggers? Lollygaggers. Hey! 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 Yeah! Your own Marlboro. <laughs> Jesus. Someone to, to hit play the for ball. space. <laughs> Win a pennant race. Deja vu. Do so what do you, you think? know the way to San Jose? La, 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 la. You don't have to be a martyr. You don't have to be a farter. Who can't? What a hump. Austin fart. Forehead beard. Is it time for school? He's got that sweet, yeah. sweet, happy Madison money. Let's talk tookus. The old pancake tushy. Vinny yeah, Joe, no pancake. All- Has anybody checked right. on Lil Wayne? You mess with Iggy Azalea. You mess with me. Don't you just love his drip? I have to work with drunk people every day. 
gosh, I've been on this show too long already. I gotta go.